0: Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it, they're gonna mouth off too. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Okay guys, this is a long anticipated episode this is big. We have Morgan Lawler from Temptation Island.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's your first podcast ever.
1: (laughs) It is my first podcast. I've been avoiding them
0: for... It's been a long time now. Well, I just... I must have been so damn pushy that (laughs) you were like... No, yeah.
1: No, you kept reminding me and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just fucking do it.
0: I'll fucking go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, basically... We, we've got a lot to talk about, but um, Temptation Island, the season that we are discussing, came out in, uh, what was it, September of 2018. So that's just, it helps everyone time this out. I always like to start with, who was Morgan before Temptation Island?
1: Who was I before Temptation Island? I mean, I I would like to say that I was the same person. <laughs> I think that I'm a lot um smarter now, a little less naive, but... um. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, living in D.C. and I was a real estate agent um, and property manager. I was living the life. Basically, everyone's single there, so I didn't really notice that it was weird that I was single. Yeah, you know, at 28. But um, yeah, then I just I did a show. <laughs> that happened. How did you get cast? Um, it's so weird. Actually, they were trying to cast me for a Big Brother. They found me on Instagram.
0: Oh, and, okay.
1: Yeah, I ended up not making big brother I think because in my interview I said I'd never seen the show which was so stupid on my
0: part probably yeah they
1: were like what's your strategy and I
0: was like I don't have one I don't know I
1: didn't yeah I don't know what what the fuck the show is (laughs) (laughs) and so they're like oh well we love your personality we'll find you for something else and then they reached out to me a little bit later and um it was like three months later for Temptation Island
0: and how was it pitched to you huh (laughs) that's a fun one it was uh,
1: pitched me a lot different than what it actually was okay um when they pitched it they were like hey like we know that you're still single or whatever and um this show is going to be about like four couples who are in like tumultuous relationships who are just scared of the dating scene because you know with um like tinder bumble all those like different dating apps everyone is basically dating 12 different people and so you never get to actually really know someone because they've got like seven tinder dates a day or a week or something like that and so this was like a way to figure out if they wanted to be with that person or if they wanted to try something new with someone else and without the distractions of everyday life so we were going to be no phones you know no computers no paper or pencil no books all we had to do was you know just hang out with each other for 30 days
0: i see i get it
1: And then, yeah, so they're breaking up, and then they're deciding if they want to get back with their ex. Okay. Or try something new with someone else or leave single. And so I was the only one that ended up leaving with someone. So, of course, I'm the villain of the show. Of course. Which is fine. Yeah, I guess.
0: Did Evan ever (laughs) tell you what the couples were told it was going to be? He did. The couples were told what the show actually was. I see. So they were told, yeah, they were told...
1: Hey, like um you guys are obviously in like tumultuous relationships but this is going to be to like prove to the other person that they won't cheat basically (laughs) dream big (laughs) exactly and so yeah so basically and and when he explained it to me he was like well me and Casey like we weren't like at the end of our relationship it was to a point where like we just didn't like want to be together anymore anyways but she she was like you're going to see that there's no girl better than me. Something like mm. that. That's how he made it out to me. And so I'm like, oh,
0: oh, boy, did that backfire, though, on her?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That did backfire. But I don't even know if that's, you know, at this point, I don't even know if she actually said that. I don't believe that she did.
0: Yeah, probably a lie.
1: No, yeah, I believe that he wanted to go on the show because she was pressuring him. She was pressuring him to get a job, and that's really tough, you know?
0: Very hard. Very difficult. Yeah.
1: It's really hard for (laughs) someone to have one job in their life.
0: (laughs) Well, did... Okay, so once, once you, at least the singles, understand more of what the show is, did it feel weird to you kind of going into this thinking, oh, I could end up dating someone who's already in a relationship?
1: If you ask any of the singles from season one... Season two is completely different because everyone knew what season one was. None of us knew what was going to be portrayed. Yeah. So if you, if they were to like show what was actually happening, season one girls were like shocked that John, one of the couples was like, oh, I just, you know, I don't want to cheat. And then, then it'd be like, every girl's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Cheat. You you guys broke up. Right. And he's like, that's not how it was. Like, and so we're just like, what, like what? Like, you know, so we were like kind of blindsided. I will say that first season. So second season's different. So I wasn't trying. Yeah. I wasn't trying to like go in and break up a relationship because I thought that the relationship was already broken up, broken up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: In hindsight, you go into a show with a guy who's already willing to enter an experience, potentially cheat. Do you think it's tough to start a relationship off in that way?
1: Um, I, I think this like kind of goes back to like what I was just saying is that I didn't, none of that crossed my mind. Because to me and to all the other single girls, they were single. Yeah. They were single for that like time on the island. So basically what we were doing was just trying to show them that there's better you know, people out there for you. I see. So none of us were like, oh, let, let's make them cheat. Season two, that's how it was. But season one, it was not like that. And so no, like I never in hindsight, like I literally had no. I, I didn't have any issues with it.
0: Did he ever talk about Casey, like, when you guys were together?
1: He – it makes sense now. This is something in hindsight. Okay. Anytime that I would ask him about Casey, he would say something really short and then just avoid it. He'd be like, I'm not here to talk about Casey. I'm here to learn about you. Mm. So he was taking, you know, he was taking, like, what I already thought and, like, validating it, you know, that this is about, you know, getting to know new people. And so I'd be like, okay, I wouldn't even question it. Hmm. But he never ever spoke about her except to say that like she um, like used him for money, which is so funny and ironic. But yeah,
0: let me guess, yeah, just talked shit about her and made her seem crazy and the usual. He made her
1: seem crazy, and then the reason that he was with her is because he felt bad for her.
0: You don't stay with someone for how many years? Ten years. You feel yeah, bad. so that's
1: another thing. That's another thing. He said that they were that the show said that it, it was like ten years, but they were on and off for five years in just the last two years they had been dating. And so I was like confused. Yeah. And obviously I don't hear her side at all because you know the production obviously kept us all separated. So I didn't know who the fuck Casey was at all. Wow. So I'm just taking his word for it. And I'm like, well, you can't be lying because production's here. Well, I'm wrong. Did you ever meet Casey? I never met Casey until uh let's I think May. I think it was like my birthday this this year. Wow. So for two years I didn't meet Casey, no.
0: Well it's funny because even like as I watch clips back now that I've seen your videos and your explanations of, you know, Evan, um, even just like that first little fight you got not fight, but you know, yeah. the whole thing with Britney happened and he was basically like came into the room and said in front of everyone, like, You have a crush on me. Uh huh. I mean even, even that, like something small like that probably oh, you're like, oh, I should have seen that. That was weird yeah. or something like that.
1: Yeah, so looking back on that, which I will never watch any of those episodes because it's, like, so, ew, like, ugh. Yeah. But looking back on that, it's crazy because he's he's even, like, gaslighting there. Like, Oh, totally. He made, it, he made it Catherine's fault, and he did a great job of that. And so then me and Catherine are fighting, which Catherine was also, like, so fucking drunk that it was, like, she was, like, belligerent. Like, she tried to fight with, like, four different girls that night, so it was... I was like, I was just like, why is she coming at me? Me and her are friends, you know, but um, he he was good at saying like, hey, Catherine told me that you like me. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, no, I don't. And I was like, actually, I don't like you. I I don't like you at all. Like, you know, and then I think that's what made him feel like he wanted to pursue me is because he knew that there was a girl there that did not like him.
0: Of course. You want what you can't have exactly okay so here's what you you talked about this a little bit in your videos but we didn't really get a full example on the show of why you disliked evan as much as you did Mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit i know you said that he would go in front of all the people and talk about how he's a gajillionaire like what were the kinds of things he did that turned you off just like right away
1: it was literally those that like literally that um I'm usually not a fan of, like, a show-off, and and I get it, like, it's TV, and so, like, a lot of these people that are on there, like, you know, like to be the center of attention and stuff, but he, like, ate it up in a way that I was just, like, ew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, I voiced that to several of the girls, and they're, like, yeah, but, like, his muscles and whatever, and I'm, like, yeah, why is he flexing while we're all just sitting there talking to him? It's fucking weird, you know? <laughs> and so I just... I didn't like him and like i i swear that is the reason that he was so like infatuated with me is because i wasn't interested i wasn't interested in any of any of the guys
0: but then you go well then he asks you on a first date and it's basically kind of like a weird apology first date um you have a second date you become pretty much like the only solid couple in the house pretty quickly on were people in the house supportive of y'all's relationship? Um, Yeah, they were. So, I mean, behind the scenes, he had already apologized
1: to me before it was on camera. And he's very good at apologizing. I will say that about about him. He's very, very good at that. And he's good at seeming like he's genuine and stuff. Mm. And so he had apologized to me before, and then he had to apologize again on camera. And he's like, sorry about that, like, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. You know, like, I've never been on TV before, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I'd already forgiven him, obviously, because we were, like, having fun on our little date. And I was, like, messing with him the whole time, like, about, like, his personality and how, like, he's, like, a bragger and stuff like that. Like, they they didn't show any of that because I was, like, the, I had to be the villain or whatever after how the show ended. But the the girls were super, I don't know, I don't know if they really were. They were super um, supportive to me. But I was never with them because I was with Evan literally every second after that. So they acted supportive, but I'm not sure. But then some of them were still trying to like get with him, you know, because then that makes it down to three. There's 12 girls and then now there's three guys. That's what they're saying, you know, because he was I mean, he, he he was dead set on me after our
0: first date. Yeah, you could tell that. Yeah. I mean, obviously you're in a bubble, right? Like you have these great dates, whatever, whatever. All you see is him. So you have no other, you know. I don't know, opinion. Anything
1: to gauge it. Right.
0: So what what did you fall in love with?
1: I honestly, looking back at it, I honestly felt brainwashed for like the first time in my life. Yeah. Everyone, like production and everyone is telling you like, oh my God, he's this great guy. He takes care of his family. He does this, he does that. Because I straight up asked him, I'm like, why do you like talk so much about like money and like all this kind of stuff? He's like, well, because, like, I just, I do so much for other people because I love them, and he's telling me his brothers have never had a job, his mom doesn't work, and he's the only one that supports them, and I'm just, like, I'm literally giving him advice about, like, how to be, like, how to stop doing that. I was, like, you need to, like, you, people need to take responsibility for themselves and blah, 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 blah and I'm thinking that I'm, like, helping him mm. when it's all fucking lies. Looking back on it, it's just, like, so ew. I, like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, But No. I was completely brainwashed in a way. I can't even explain it. And and then the dates were so beautiful. Of
0: course, yeah.
1: Everything was perfect. All the other girls were like, "Oh my god, like yeah, he's like so hot and whatever." And I Okay, when you have to question your friends several times like, "Is he really hot?" then you know he's fucking not hot.
0: Well, it seems like he had conned production and everything.
1: Oh, he they called him Bitcoin baby.
0: Oh, yeah, you talked about that.
1: Cuz he won $3 million on Bitcoin. <laughs>
0: they they ate that up too oh my gosh everybody
1: that's what i'm saying like everyone's like oh she's so stupid for believing it and i'm like actually first of all i've never been on reality tv second of all or or tv in general second of all everyone fucking believed him it wasn't just me everyone in the house even john messaged me later Javen messaged me later and was like i honestly believed he was a millionaire
0: wow i was
1: like me too wow but i didn't And I didn't even care about that. And that's what I kept telling him. I was like, it makes me dislike you that you talk about money so much. Like, who cares? I was like, I can take care of myself. I've got my own life. And that's, I think, another reason that made him, like, attached to me is because he knew I had a two-bedroom apartment in D.C. Like, you know, I was killing it. Like, and so he, he was like, oh, okay, so now I have somewhere where I can
0: live. Oh. Okay, well, you kind of answered this already, but just for the sake of the Facebook group. Someone said, did you ever feel guilty? Like, how did you justify dating someone who's in a relationship? But as you said, you thought they were completely broken up at the time.
1: I literally had, and I like hate to say it now because now I do, I had zero guilt. There was no guilt involved at all because, first of all, we all thought, everyone in the house thought Casey was a psychopath and a bitch and, you know, a mooch and all that. But really it was him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, they came up, first of all, if I had a relationship with someone that i wanted to save the relationship i would never go on temptation island right and i said that so many times i was like why would you go on a show where it's like you're just trying to break up and he's like that's exactly why we went on it is because we didn't want to be together or i didn't want to be with her and that's you know and i'm like okay but you said that she's the one that forced you to be on it and she's like he was like yeah because she wanted to show me that there's no one else better out there for me but then i found you
0: oh and <laughs> And the sky parted and the, Jesus. No,
1: literally. And, and then it's like the sunset and it's like, I've never been to Hawaii before.
0: And I'm assuming he didn't tell you he had already, like he had cheated on Casey beforehand as well.
1: Actually, no, he did. He oh, did tell that. Oh,
0: wow. Impressive.
1: But the reason he did that is because it, it went with his narrative that he was telling me about how they don't like, he's like, we just knew each other from high school. And then after that, it was like, she was always there no matter what I did. He's like, I literally would cheat on her and she'd still be at my door. He's like, one time I was with my other girlfriend and she came through the window and like they started fighting. Such a lie. All of it's a lie. Like there's just so much that he told me and I'm just like, this bitch is crazy. But it's not true. The only thing that was crazy about her is that she stuck with him for
0: so long, but I get it. When now you do, yeah.
1: Yeah, but but hearing it like from the outside, I'd be like, oh, she's so stupid.
0: I do wonder if this was just how the TV was shown or anything like that. But you did seem really worried that he wasn't going to choose you in the end. Yeah. Like, were you assured that his choice would be you? It's so weird.
1: Like once you're like, okay, so this was like at day, like 26. Okay. That I'm there. You know, I haven't seen any other human beings except these people. I'm like, I don't know. I just like feel disassociated in every way. I think that's like a good thing, like that they do in realities. Like Like, why the fuck was I crying?
0: Hey, I did the same thing when I did TV. I'm just like, what was I doing?
1: So at that point there were four of us girls left and all, all four of us were just crying in the van, like waiting to do our interviews. And my eyes are like swollen shut. And I'm like, why am I crying? Like he already told me he's going to pick me, but I was crying because they didn't tell us that they were going to separate us like we were supposed to have like um, a great night like a final night with Mm. everyone all eight of us and we were all so excited and then so that's like basically why i was crying and then one of the producers was like really good at like asking questions that provoke i don't know and so then i'm just like well like maybe he won't pick me wow but like i knew he was going to but then i uh, it's like she made me feel like maybe he won't like maybe he's lying and then i'm like what if he is? Like, what if he's doing this because he's like an asshole and like just in TV, I've never been in TV,
0: you know? Gosh, the mind fuck.
1: Dude, my mind was so fucked.
0: Well, okay. So let's talk about you guys in, in the real world. Okay. So you get off the show. He, he had moved to DC, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Immediately. So how did your relationship translate from filming to the real world? Was there any difficulty or was it, easy so
1: the first like six months it was literally perfect like i couldn't have asked for a more perfect person and that's why this shit is so scary yeah like i would wake up to fucking notes uh, like next to my bed every single time that i took a shower like he would come in and like write in the you know on the on the mirror like a note like he was like literally so perfect that it made me feel like i was a piece of shit
0: or you were just, like, living in a film or something like that. Yeah,
1: it's, like, it, it's like I'm not super, like, overly loving. And so he was, like, making me feel, like, so great. Like, it was insane. Like, we had the best, like, six months. But, mind you, I'm paying for everything because, he, oh, my God, it's just, like, oh, my God, it's so I know, embarrassing I can, to talk about.
0: Yeah, it's okay. We're not judging.
1: No, yeah. No, everyone's judging. It's fine. Like, <laughs> I would judge him too. Fuck
0: that. <laughs> no, they're not.
1: But, I mean, there's so many lies there that they made sense. Even, like, he talked to my parents. And my, like, my dad is literally, he's a fucking, like, a colonel in the fucking military. He's smart. He's the smartest man I've ever met. Like, he's uh, like he's smart. He's a fucking lawyer, everything. And he believed everything he was saying. Wow. This guy, he's, like, very practiced. He's good. He has an answer for everything.
0: I do want to preface this conversation by saying I have a narcissist in my life. Yes. So it's not that I'm a therapist or a professionally trained on this stuff, but I do feel like I have a perspective similar to yours. So I just want to put that out there.
1: Hey, I mean, not yay for you.
0: Well, yay that we're not alone. Like hearing this stuff, I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, like it's a different way, but it's all, it's so easy to be like, yeah, everyone's judging me or like, I'm so stupid, but like it's manipulative power. Unlike any in, in the world. And, um, so, yeah, I when I say no judgment, I seriously do mean that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway,
1: well, thank you. Yeah, because I never I never was like that before or especially like on this scale. Yeah. And yeah. so that's another reason that I felt like I needed to say things about this is because I was one of those people that judged judged other girls for staying in relationships like this. I'm like, just fucking leave. Like, just do stop, it. You know, just do it.
0: I mean, you said that you were, you know, the, the villain from the show because you ended up with someone. But did the two of you receive maybe more hate than love from fans because of what happened to Casey? Or were people relatively supportive of the two of you together?
1: Um, I would say, damn, I, I, I want to say 50-50, but the, the hate was so bad it was so bad. It was so disgusting. And a lot of it, and, like, I don't want to, like, go too far into this because I know, like, people get mad. But, like, a lot of it was a race issue
0: mm.
1: is because I'm a black woman and I took a white woman's man. And that's the, the majority of the hate that I got was stuff like that. And the all the hate that he got was because of that. And it was it was very blatant. And so it's a lot easier for people to say things over the computer. Of course. And on the phone and stuff like that. But but also you have to realize that it was. I mean, uh, I don't want to see. I hate my mouth. It just sometimes goes, but I'm just going to say it. So USA, obviously, it's like right before WWE is what our show was airing. And so, like, you know, like it's a lot of like, I mean, and I have friends that are on the WWE show, whatever. But the majority of the people watching that are from their parents from the Midwest, you know. And so then they just happen to watch Temptation Island and they see a black girl, you know, taking a, a white girl's man. You know, and then so then they're just angry and they're like, You n word, you monkey, you this, like you n word lover, like that kind of stuff. That's we dealt with that a lot, like, but I didn't even care because, first of all, I was in Alabama for a lot of my life, and so I'm used to it, but then also I was like, You know what? They can say what they want because I'm in love, yeah, and we have love and we have each other. And so that part is disgusting to me because he only loved me when I was giving him something.
0: So, okay, so you say the first six months were great, although you were paying for everything with the
1: intent. Like, I thought he was going to be paying me back.
0: He was going to get a job.
1: No, he had money coming in, supposedly in 2020 from his dad's murder. And it was $3 million coming in. That was like, you know, like when someone dies, they say my son can have this money in this many years or something like that. So he told my whole family that in 2020, then he'll get that money. And so until 2020, I had to pay for him. So that and it's very ironic because he left me
0: right before
1: literally it was December 27th.
0: Oh, yeah. Guys, just in general, we're going to I'm going to try to ask as many detailed questions. But you should watch all of Morgan's videos um, on your her YouTube. Yep. she goes into great detail about all of it. I mean, we couldn't remotely touch on all of this because there's just so much bullshit.
1: There's so much bullshit. And like, I didn't even tell everything. But I was I mean, I was very upfront, obviously, just how I am as a person. There's no filter, you know.
0: Okay. So, so a few months, what was it? March of 2019, you guys get engaged. Yes. was you, February twenty um, fifth. February. Okay. Were you expecting that at that point? Were you in Loveland? Do you wanted that to happen? Okay. So I was definitely, definitely in Loveland and I was,
1: yeah, I was super excited, but I also knew that it was soon, but because the... Okay, they were doing a six-month update on the show.
0: Yeah, they did a reunion thing on...
1: And so I was thinking, like, something might be up. Like, I'm not sure. Like, maybe he's going to propose to me or something. Like, I don't know. And so, yeah, my hopes were, like, kind of up. And I was like, oh, my God, he's probably going to propose to me. But then he was good at playing it off. He's like, Morgan, it's only been... We've only been living together for six months. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, you know, and so I had no idea. I literally had no idea. And that day we had been filming outside and it was so cold in DC that um, I had windburn all over my face. (laughs) And so I was like, there's no way he would ask, um, he would ask me to marry him when he knows that my face is swollen.
0: He probably preferred that because then.
1: No. Yeah. So then I was like trying to look on the bright side. I was like, okay, so maybe he's not going to propose because I mean, he doesn't need to, we have forever and my face is swollen. So he wouldn't do that to me. And then there it
0: goes. Uh, Okay. So as you start kind of maybe seeing, lies or things coming forward or things happening like what was the first big lie that you found out that you were like oh gosh
1: the first big one it's sad okay so we stayed in um we stayed in dc or not dc we stayed in um hawaii for an extra week after filming we stayed in hawaii for like an extra week almost and it was me him britney and carl and i already thought it was kind of weird because britney was not mad at Carl for breaking up with her. He broke up with her on the show and tried to leave with Nicole. But I mean, I was like, whatever, like I love Brittany. So then we hung out with them for a long time, but I had to, me and Brittany were paying for everything. And yeah. And so I was just like, okay, like whatever. But it's because Evan told me that Casey bought like a Louis bag and drained his account. Cause they had a joint account. Turns out like he, he just never had money in that account at all. Oh. Yeah. So then, me paying for it. I remember we were getting shots at this uh restaurant and I was thinking like it's so weird that both the girls are paying for everything. That was a red flag that I just ignored.
0: There were there are a few other big moments I do want to touch on. That obviously, as we said, there's a ton, but um and these might be out of order here. Um of course, him trying to steal the engagement ring while you were sleeping. That's that's to me pretty freaking huge. Um explain that a bit for for people. Who, who haven't seen the video yet?
1: So you have to realize um, this is, yeah, December 27th. We're about to move. We're literally supposed to move From on LA. the twenty. Yeah, we're supposed to move together to L.A. on the 29th. And so we got the whole house packed up, basically, but we still have, like, a couple couches and stuff like that, and then we are supposed to be selling my car. Um, I wake up, and, like, every morning he always, like, plays with my hands and he plays with my hair. And so he was doing that, which is normal, but then he never touches my ring, but he was... Slowly, like <laughs> wiggling it, and I was like, "Yeah, I kind of like exactly." I would laugh too. It's like it's—I mean, it's fucking crazy. It's insane. So it's like it's literally. I'm like, "Is he really doing this?" And then it gets past my um, like the middle of my finger, to where that's when I was like, "What are you doing?" And then he immediately looks at me and is like, "What do you think I was doing? I knew you would do this." He like throws a absolute tantrum and is like. I was trying to repropose to you because you were so ungrateful about my proposal. And I was like, why now way, that makes no fucking sense. Why would you propose to me when I said like, you didn't do any of it? Right. Why would you do it while I'm fucking sleeping? And why would you take <laughs> it off my freaking finger? Right oh. before I was like, you're fucking lying. You're full of shit. And then he's like crying and going, see you fucking hate me. And then, so he just like leaves, leaves the house, slams the door. And I'm like, okay, he's like having another tantrum as usual, like whatever, like this is so bizarre. But then he comes back with a rental car. And I was like, what is he doing? And then he packs all his shit that I had packed for him, packs it into the car, grabs Ghost and literally leaves. Wow. So he had had it planned.
0: And then didn't he go straight to L.A. or something? And then you had to drive by yourself?
1: So he drove straight to L.A. and was talking to me you know half the time some of it he was like ghosting me and I'm of course freaking the fuck out like absolutely freaking out like apologizing for things that I've never like didn't even do just trying to like like come back like what are you doing we're, we're supposed to be leaving in two days like you know and he's like yeah well I just need you to have time so that you can you know understand what you've done to me and how, how mean you've been to me and also since you think I'm so broke I'm gonna make some money for a couple of weeks so that I can pay for us to like be together and I was like I have enough money for us to like do like whatever we're doing together. You can work with me there. Like, you know, so I was trying everything I could being like super, you know, codependent and crazy with this person. And he was like making every excuse. It was it was so devastating. I literally spent um, New Year's Eve, like literally at an empty apartment with my mom crying on the floor and her just being like, you know, she didn't get to spend New Year's Eve with my dad. She spent it with me and she's like, there's nowhere I'd rather be. And I'm like, you know, mom, like, I fucking know you don't want to be here like with me. But I mean, you know, of course, you know, she's worried about me.
0: Of course. Those are
1: so sad. Uh, there's such a sad time.
0: Well, OK, maybe the the last big story I'd like to talk about is, of course, you getting to L.A., um, you, you know, you text him and say, I'm, I'm almost to the place and yep. you are outside and he's not answering the door turns out he's cheating on you as you yeah. pull up to the house. Meanwhile, you had what, slept in the car for what? Eight hours or something. Eight like hours. That?
1: Yeah. This is probably like the craziest story. Like I swear my life should be a fucking movie. This is insane. Like it's so wild. Um, so I'm driving, you know, 40 hours and I'm texting him or whatever. And we're like supposed to sit down and talk. And obviously I'm going to be living with him like there it's his friend's house so and his friend's like a millionaire and so that's who he's been with in mexico whatever so his friend's like yeah like there's like a room there that you guys can stay in until like you guys get settled settled in and i'm like okay cool so i'm driving that 40 hours i'm like hey i'll be there really like in like 30 minutes and he's like oh my gosh yay can't wait to see you blah blah he didn't fall asleep in 30 minutes no so i get there and i'm calling i'm like like, literally calling, I'm banging on the door. And, like, like there's no, like, there's nothing. And so I was like, okay, maybe he fell asleep because I knew he was smoking. So I was like, but but I also know him. He didn't fall asleep. Like, he should be excited that I'm on the way and stuff, you know? Because we hadn't seen each other in a month. Yeah. And so I was like, there's no fucking way. But then I ended up falling asleep. I wake up to him, like, banging on my window and crying, crying and being like, why didn't you come through, the, like, the uh, patio door? Like, I left it open for you. And I was like, why would I do that? Like, um, I'm not like trying to be like a crazy person, you know, like I wouldn't do that. And so he makes me feel guilty for not coming in. Yeah. And so then I keep saying like, this is so sketchy. This is so weird. And so then we fight about that because he's like, just stop. Like, I didn't do anything. you think I'm that stupid to do something while I know you're about to be here? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Like, that'd be so stupid of you. (laughs) Literally like six days later. So I'm staying with him now for like six days after that. And I, but in my mind, I'm still like, what the fuck? But then we ended up like smoking one of the nights. And so I got like paranoid Mm. and he left his phone or his, he had two phones like then, Well, one of them, it was my phone really that I let him borrow. Um, and so then he, he kept the same password like a dumbass. And I went through it and he was texting his friend, Adam, uh, the one that pays for everything saying, I finally did it. I finally, um, like hooked up with another girl and it was that night it was literally that night and he's like i had to steal your dick pills but i did it and saying like oh she's ugly but uh her body's great and so i'm reading all this and i'm just like what the fuck Mm. like so disgusting and then the fact that he made me feel so guilty about it i was like so i was sitting outside for eight fucking hours after driving 40 hours
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and you were literally and, and and then you wanted me to come inside like what is your problem
0: it's horrible.
1: Like you can't even like
0: like I can't make that shit up. No, that that to me was like the wildest. Yeah. Okay, so here's something interesting. You you I think you tweeted this. Um, I think a lot of people think that you ended it after that, yeah. but you had tweeted basically that no, there's some some confusion. I didn't yeah. really leave him. So so how what was the ending of the relationship like?
1: See, and this is like so embarrassing too. Like that was that that day was definitely the end of the relationship. Yeah. But I don't know if anyone can like, um, understand this at all. Like if you're dealing with someone who's a narcissist and, you know, abusive and stuff like that, he made me end up feeling guilty about it. He was like, the reason I did it is because you fucking hate me and you do this, this, this to me. And like, and so then I'm like, I'm not telling him that I'm there, but I'm there in my brain. Like, I'm like, okay, well maybe we'll just work this out. Like there's like, I'll do better. He'll do better. It's gonna like be fine. That's how I felt in my head, mm-hmm. and so and it's so embarrassing to say that, but it's a hundred percent how I was. And I was like, I just moved across the freaking country for this dude. Yeah, like this girl, like you know, like he, this girl doesn't matter, like you know, whatever. And I don't know, but I never said that to him. To him, he thought he thought I was done, done. But to, in my brain, I wasn't done, done.
0: Well, that's normal.
1: Yeah, and so then that's why I ended up making. And I was still talking to him. So that's why I ended up making those videos. It was out of anger. But it was, like, out of anger and being like, I'm not the only fucking person in the world that's going through something like this. And I feel guilty that I was someone who would talk shit about girls like that. Because I am them.
0: (laughs) True. So were the videos essentially your breakup? It was me taking accountability okay
1: for it because other if i didn't make those videos i would probably be doing this like you know i felt like i would be doing the same thing going back and forth but when you say something out loud and you hear how fucked up it is yeah you're like oh my god morgan like that's not you yeah like you don't like you don't let people treat you this way i've never been like that in any relationship i've had like i've had good relationships it's not me it's you but saying it out loud saying it out loud like actually it really fucking helps and especially hearing from other people their responses and stuff and like you know I didn't realize that I'd be helping people like that much
0: you really are though like that's yeah yeah
1: no it like makes me cry like it's like cool and I like I don't like to be like super like sensitive and, and emotional and stuff like that but like I'm like so glad that I did it
0: I mean you helped me too like I, th- those videos are are super important to, to a lot of people, as far as just one, realizing the, the way you're being treated, being able to kind of put a name to it. Like when I personally learned about narcissistic personality disorder, that was really helpful for me because I got to, to put what I'm experiencing into like a category. And then from there, like I could, I read books about it and I did therapy, like specifically targeted at that. And so, yeah, so it's it's really special to, like, kind of figure it out and then be able to to deal with it.
1: Exactly. It, like, validates the fact that it's not you.
0: No, because not at all.
1: especially, like, narcissists, they go after people who are very empathetic. And so any empath is going to look at what they've done wrong always and then be like, oh, maybe this happened because of this. No, this happened because this person is like this and they do it to everybody.
0: Well, another common question... You guys aren't besties by any means, but we have seen you two, you and Casey publicly interact. So how and at what point did you and Casey connect?
1: So the first time that I messaged Casey, I messaged Casey whenever Evan left, because it was the same. It was the first time that I put together that he does this because he did it to Casey and I didn't even like notice it. (laughs) Yeah, but he did it to her. He just left out of nowhere, blamed her and then just did it. And so I messaged her and she was like. Basically, like, I was waiting for this. I just didn't know when it would happen. I didn't think it would happen this soon. But, you know, like, I'm glad he reached out to me. She was super nice to me. She's also very straightforward, um, which I like. we It's weird to say we have very, very different personalities, but there are certain things that I know that he gravitated towards because we're both very empathetic. Like, we're, like, uh, uh, we're both very straightforward. We're both kind of like, you know, like, you know, by ourselves, we're fucking badass bitches. And that's what he goes for. Girls that are confident. Girls that, you know, can take care of themselves because he wants them to take care of him. Hmm. You know, and, um, I, I mean, she's super cool. She's super cool.
0: I'm, I'm glad you guys, I'm, I'm sure you exchange stories and probably, oh my gosh, I dealt with Oh yeah, with I, apolog- oh, I, with I had that. to
1: apologize. I had to apologize to her, of course, because it's like, You know, I believed everything he said. I thought you were a
0: psycho. The craziest thing was being able to see her behavior in the breakup, like her kind of begging him and saying, don't do this. Like, I could see her response to his narcissistic behavior as well, like feeling like I need to stay with you and I need to be with you. Like, it was crazy to see it with her.
1: Do you understand that I was exactly that when he left? Yeah, I bet. Even worse, I was literally on my floor... I probably called him a hundred times. I probably sent him a thousand texts. Like I was being crazy. Just come back, come back. Oh my God. I literally sat in my window of my apartment for like nine hours, just looking and seeing if he was driving back.
0: Yeah.
1: How embarrassing like to think back now because like, I don't know, I was just being so abused.
0: So then what's your response to the people who claim that you and Evan faked the breakup so you could get on another TV show? After all this, all of this.
1: Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, fucking right. Like, literally, if I were to get on an, um, a, literally, my agent was like, would you go on X on the beach? And I was like, no, because I'd commit murder. And then, like, you know, like, I'm not trying to go to jail. <laughs> like, literally, this shit's not fucking fake. It's my real life. And it was terrible. And I'm still coping with it. I'm doing so much better. But I was so bad for a while. Like, you have to picture going across country not having any friends or family with you. when I'm used to being with my family. My family lives in D.C. And so and then they told me not to go. Everyone told me not to go.
0: Wow.
1: And I was like, I'm right. He's a good guy. And like blah, blah. And then I get here. The day I get here, he does this. Ugh. And I'll never see the money he owes me.
0: Yeah, I bet he owes you so much. It's
1: like over $30,000. Oh,
0: my God.
1: You don't understand. Like, I was like, we were splurging. Like, we'd go on vacation with my parents because my parents, you know, my parents, you know, they're well off because they've worked their whole lives. They're like, yeah, you guys come on vacation with us. And so we'd go on vacations with them. We'd overspend. I wouldn't tell my parents that I was paying. I'd literally put my card under the table because I knew it was sketchy see like th- those are red flags like those wa- those are ones that i'm embarrassed of but i believe that he would pay me back
0: okay well the, i guess the big question is um how did evan respond to the the videos
1: no <laughs> at first he like messaged me and was like i can't believe that you did this this like solidified that you don't ever want to be with me again and i was like no you solidified that like by doing all this stuff to me you know, and then he's like, yeah, I know. Like, I'm just going to tell everyone that, you know, it's it's all the truth and whatever. And he's like, you're so fucking mean, so you're abusive. And I'm like, he makes it seem like everyone else is like the fucking devil when it's, you're the devil. So that's what he said at first. And then after that, after like a month of him not doing that, he's like, um, my lawyer's coming after you. And I was like, you mean Quinn's lawyer? Because you can't afford a lawyer.
0: Wow. Wow. It's wild. Okay. A couple Facebook questions. And then... Yep. I'll free you from this mess until the (laughs) next person that asks you about it. (laughs) Once I get
1: started, I'm fine, but it's just like getting there. It's like, ah.
0: I know. I know. It's probably really frustrating. But uh, Aaron Adele said, do you still have any contact with Evan's family? Have his family members ever said like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe my son behaves this way?
1: Um, Yeah. So in August, whenever um, I found out all the lies because my mom, Evan's mom called my mom. And then all his lies basically came out that he didn't have money. He didn't have all this. He didn't, um, none, nothing was true that he had ever said. Um, then that's when his mom was like, I can't believe that my son does this. He's always had a lying problem, but, um, you know, this is like over the top, but it's because Casey knew too much about his family. So he couldn't lie to her that much.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Was, yeah. But, um,
0: uh, yeah. Yeah. Marnie Braithwaite said she said he'd lied slash been manipul- manipulative in the past, even before his dad's tragedy. So does she think the intense nature of that tragedy might have messed with his mental health for him to get to a place where he could do such cruel things to you?
1: Um, I honestly believe that anyone that has a family member die in the way that his father died. Obviously, they're going to be mentally like messed up for a while yeah but that's what therapy is for true and that's what he never did yeah and he still won't do because narcissists don't go to therapy and if they do go to therapy they end up it's it's a it's like a it's fun for them to con the therapist yeah and and you know like and literally I would take him to therapy and he would wait For an hour while I waited in the car for him, he would sit in the lobby for an hour and pretend he was in therapy and he (laughs) didn't ever go. And then he'd tell me elaborate stories about the therapy.
0: How does he even like keep his lies straight? He must have had it's like a little stressful. pocket book, a little notebook, where he's like, okay, this is what I said today. Literally, I would tell him, I was like, your life has to be so
1: stressful. Like, no wonder that you don't sleep that much. It's because you have to sit there and think about what lie. What you did take. I
0: tell this person? And and exactly. Oh my word. And um,
1: usually like liars, like they stick to a certain number if they say something. And I've noticed this now too is that he always stuck to the number three. So he had three mansions in Hawaii. He had three million dollars from Bitcoin. You know, his dad left him $3 million. And, like, I never put that together because I've never dealt with a narcissist before, like someone especially like that. And so um, there are signs, but if you've, never, if you've never dealt with one before, then you just don't know what signs to look at.
0: You also said that he had kind of lied about you to other people, like saying uh, you drained his bank account, things like that. Yeah. What was the most painful lie he told about you?
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, damn, that's hard. There's so many lies that he told. Probably the ones that he told my friends, mm. because my friends, like I've had so many people come out of the woodworks and tell me like, hey, like, yeah, like he said this about you and this about you. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me that back then? They're like, I don't know. I just felt like he's really good at lying. And so I'm, I'm like, it doesn't sound like you, but maybe you like changed or something like that. I'm like, wow. Wow. I don't know. There's so many. Um shit i'm trying to think of one that's like really bad the obviously it's in my video but the one about me cutting my finger really 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 bothered me yeah because that showed like that i'm like you know like abusive like crazy like and that's not it was literally the opposite it was the most so for the people that don't know if they're not going to watch my video or whatever i had a friend over bernard who's like one of my best friends And we were cutting, I was cutting vegetables and she was like, you don't cut right. And Evan was like, Morgan, you do not cut right. You're going to cut your finger off. And I was like, no, I won't. And I was like joking. And I literally sliced my thumb open so wide. But it was funny. We all like started dying laughing. And like, he was so cute to me with it. Like he was like, oh baby, I'm sorry. Like I jinxed you. And like, it was like the sweetest, like fun thing. But then he texted my friends and his friends back home that I cut myself on purpose and wiped the blood in his face and said, you did this.
0: Oh, my who God. does that? A psycho.
1: And I was like, you took a good memory, and you made it literally disgusting. I'm like, thank God that Berna was there, my friend, because otherwise, like, people would just believe that, and then it'd be, like, his word against mine, which who knows how many other lies he's told, because that, we weren't even fighting or anything. Like, I don't know. It's just so crazy. I would never think to do that.
0: Okay, here's the last... Kind of two two questions. Um, one of my listeners said she'd been in a similar relationship and wants to know what steps Morgan has taken to move on and grow from what happened.
1: Um, beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but I do like beer. Same. But, <laughs> honestly, yeah. So um, since I've been here um, in LA, it also it, it has been hard because I don't have my family and friends. And normally, that's what I would do is I could tell anybody gravitate towards your family and friends because. It makes you feel like, you know, like you have people that love you. Yeah. But I've I've had a lot of like new friends and stuff that I've met here and stuff. And so just keep yourself busy for a while until you're like, ew. <laughs> what the more you talk <laughs> about it, the better. Like you need to talk about it. And if you have people that don't want to hear you talk about it, then those people aren't for you.
0: They're shitty friends.
1: Yeah. If they know like what you've been through, then they'll be there for you. Yeah. It's talking about it. I'm glad. I'm so glad I did those videos.
0: I'm glad you did too.
1: Honestly, I got way more of like a better response than I thought that I would.
0: Yeah, that's good. Um, Oh, okay. I almost forgot my last question. Um, Well, obviously you you stayed in LA after the whole thing happened. Do you plan on staying there or could you go back to DC? I'm never
1: going back to DC just because I can't do the winters there. Yeah. I have this like rare, like, I guess it's like, it's a disease kind of It's, 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 I don't like to call it a disease cause then people are like, ew, but it's, um, <laughs> it's called Raynaud's syndrome. And so my fingers and my toes don't get circulation in the cold.
0: Mm.
1: Like it literally cuts off of my wrist. And so I would literally be showing houses in the winter in DC and I'd have to have my clients, you know, open the door for me. And that's so weird. So I'll stay in the warm. Okay. Sure. It's, it'll be, the, it'll be here or Arizona.
0: Oh, I love Arizona.
1: So that's where I'm
0: from. So, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Ugh. Yeah. Didn't do my research. Yeah.
1: No, you're fine. Rude.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Morgan, you were awesome. And I love your honesty. And I think you should never change. And I'm sorry that you went through that shit relationship. But no.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. And I'm so glad I got to talk to you. I know. I'm, I'm glad that I chose you for my first yeah. interview. I could tell like I was like looking through your social media and I was like oh wait she she seems kind of fucking cool.
0: No I promise like we could be real friends like <laughs> No I know. <laughs> friends on the text and the social medias and the facetimes and it'll be it'll be awesome
1: yeah and you put up with my shit when I was like um okay like wait let's do it tomorrow no let's do it next week oh my god like (laughs)
0: luckily I'm very persistent and I knew I wanted to talk to you so I was like I'm just gonna keep being annoying I'll give her like a week in between every time and
1: like, (laughs) no like you knew you'd find a day where I was like you know what I'm just gonna do it
0: well share your your social media whatever you want anyone to to follow okay
1: you um well if you want to look at my youtube i changed the name because it used to be like forevermore which is so lame no. now but it's yeah it's morgan lawler one is my youtube and then um I, I mean my instagram is morgan lawler it's all easy twitter's morgan lawler
0: easy as pie we like that yeah oh my gosh are you still sitting in your car
1: I'm literally in my car right now.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to free you from your car. <laughs>
1: oh, I mean, I got the condi- the air conditioning
0: on. We wish you the best. It's going to get better. 2020 can really just fuck off, to be honest. Honestly, with you. 2021 cannot come fast
1: enough.
0: Although it's probably not going to be that much better anyway. Let's be honest. Uh-huh. Please, God. <laughs> please, be better. please help us. Help us. Okay, Morgan, thank you so very much. And I'll talk to you very soon. Okay.
1: All right. Talk to you in like five seconds. <laughs> five seconds. Bye. <laughs>